I want to talk with you about your treasure chest. Some of you didn't know you had one. I'm telling you, you have one. In fact, Christmas happened because you have a treasure chest, but you and I don't know what to put in it. We put all kinds of things in our treasure chest that are unworthy. Because deep down, we all value things. We all measure things. We grade the value of things. And we all have our favorites. We all have those things that we treasure and we store them up in our treasure chest. But Christmas happened because you have a treasure chest, I have a treasure chest, and God not only gave us that treasure chest, he alone is worthy of filling it. Yes, hallelujah. And Christmas happened because you and I have a treasure chest. Most of us have put stuff that's unworthy of the treasure chest inside the chest, and Christmas happened so that God's Son could access our treasure chest, could locate it, access it, open it, Remove what was unworthy that we put in there and then occupy it. Now, we've been in Matthew chapter 6, and I, I think as long as I live, I will look back on this season as one of my favorite Christmas seasons because of Matthew chapter 6. I don't think there is a more appropriate text of Scripture for this month than Matthew chapter 6 in our country, in the culture we live in, when we so easily misunderstand what is worthy of our treasure chest, when we have more access to other things that we put in the treasure chest that had no business being there. And this morning we come to Matthew chapter 6, verse 19, 20 and 21. Now, in the English, and we're going to read this, in the English, the word treasure appears once in each of these three verses, so three times altogether. Do not store up for yourselves treasures, there it is, on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now let me tell you something. Pardon me for going here, but I don't do this often, but I think in this case it's worth it. I need to just take you backstage to the original that this was written in was the Greek language. You know that, most of you. Well, in Greek, the word treasure, now this is so fascinating to me. 
The actual Greek word, and when I came to it a few weeks ago, it, it, it slapped me. The, the, the Greek word is thesaurus. It's, it's the word. It's not the translation of the word. It is the word. The Greek word there is thesaurus. But the fascinating thing, it does not appear three times in these verses. It appears five times. Twice in verse 19, twice in verse 20, and, and once in verse 21. But, but what's even more fascinating, and you could right now, if you wanted to Google thesaurus and find the meaning, I'll tell you what it is. Thesaurus means, not treasure, thesaurus means treasure chest. Now what's fascinating is, in verses 19 and 20, treasure chest is both a noun and a verb. It's like uh, scrapbooking. A scrapbook, that's a noun, that's a thing. Well, what you do with them is called scrapbooking. It's kind of like Facebook. I guess you could call it Facebooking. <laughs> Are you still Facebooking? Anyway. Well, this is treasure chest and treasure chesting. It's literally what it means. Do not treasure chest into your treasure chest things on earth. But treasure chest things into your treasure chest that are from heaven. For where your treasure chest is, there your heart will be also. It's literally what it means. Now, I had some fun with this this week, and I hope you don't mind, but, but I looked up, and I do this every year, I like to see what other people are buying. Especially when my kids were little, I wanted to make sure that the trendy things were, were, were covered. You know, I wanted to make sure I at least got something that's, that's trending out there. So, um, the Disney princess dress-up trunk is available. Now, I don't know, honey, if we got any of these for our grandkids, but we missed the deal. That thing, you get four dresses and the trunk for only $32. I mean, to me, that's, that's a buy. Okay. Uh, then there's a hand-operated droid. Uh, that thing's cool. 35 bucks for that. You know, you can go all day. You just, you know, kind of... You can make it bounce around the house. You don't even need little joysticks to, re you just go, and, phew, that's not bad. And there's the Nintendo, uh, the super deluxe Nintendo this year. Um, let's, let's keep up here. This thing is only 150 bucks. I mean, that's a little stretch, but, but for the whole family to enjoy that thing, that's not bad. Or, or the Echo Dot. I think somebody in our family asked for this. I don't know if uh, they're going to get it or not, but um, that has been on our radar. So at least in our, in our household, I think we've got one out of four uh, for 15 grandchildren. That's not too bad. But, but then, then, then in addition, and this is, this is just for fun, I also looked up some of the priciest objects for sale this year. So you can get a giant infrared healing clam. Um, that it, it's, it, it looks like a little thing, but that thing is like seven feet across. You can lounge in that thing. 
Uh, hopefully it's got an off switch that works <laughs> from the inside. Um, but you can lock your, I, LeVon, I could see Don hanging out in that thing. I mean, that, that would just be unbelievable. I mean, I have some hard days. I could come home to that thing. After, after one of my international trips, I could, maybe we should leave it at the church and charge admission. If any of you want to give the church one of those. Um, 14,000 bucks for, for an infrared clamp. Okay, now hang on. This next one, uh, if you got these, I don't mean to make fun of you, but, but the next one, these are shoelaces. The, now, these aren't just any shoelaces. These are 14 karat gold shoelaces. Now, now imagine, imagine. Now, now those 14, they're $19,000. Yeah, so, so, so 9,500 each uh, for a 14 karat gold shoelace. And if you're a cheapskate, you can get them in silver for only, for only three grand. I, that, that was, okay, now this one fascinated me. Seven uh, harmonicas used by Bob Dylan. Uh, they swear that his, his saliva DNA is still inside the mechanisms. Uh, and they're autographed for only uh, $25,000. You could, you know, get those. So that's only $4,000 each. You could uh, give one to, to your neighbors or whatever. Okay, I've only got a couple more. Sorry, this is terrible. Um, but then there, you, there's a pair of sunglasses. I'm always fascinated by sunglasses. You know, I'm not a trendy guy, but, but I like to look nice. And, and so th they're, they're sharp. Pete, Pete Brockup, I could see you chilling down in Clarkston with these. Okay, now I, I really, I researched them and I read the, the, the fine print and I really couldn't find out what was better about them than, than any other uh, pugs or anything you'd buy at, at Quick Trip. Um, <laughs> Other than the fact that they are, uh, by a long shot, the most expensive sunglasses you can buy this season, $384,000. Yes, yes, I'm serious. Yes, $384,000 for those sunglasses. Oh, please. I mean, it, it's good for the soul to think of things you really don't need. You know, it's just, it's cleansing. So um, only one more, one more. Now this one is, uh, please keep up with me. Uh, so this, this next one is a, it's a gold retro vacuum cleaner. Now, now, okay, yeah, so this is for the, 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 the housekeeper that has everything. Now, you know, if you've got enough money to buy a gold vacuum, are you buying this for your maid to use or, or, or for yourself? Or when your maid can't come, you pull this one out. I, I, I really, so the price tag, it, it used to sell for a million dollars. And they dropped the price. If you wanted to buy one this season, it's $999,999. They took a dollar off the price. And, and it's only gold plated. Yes, for a million, for $999,999. And are you ready for this one? This is the real kicker. 
If you haven't already purchased it, they sold out. Yes, I mean, it's just, you just can't believe this. What in the world? Yes, I'm serious. Oh, okay. All right, we're done with that. We're done. That was just a little fun. We're talking about treasure chest. We're talking about treasure chest. And the, the real fact of the matter, even the whole gift-giving thing, what is it? We, we really, we treasure people, and we want to bless them with gifts and, and all that, and we want the right gift for the right person and all that. There's a healthiness and a righteousness to all that. But, but, but we all know that the commercialism around us can get the upper hand. Yeah. It, it, nothing creates what I broke off us about 15 minutes ago that is unfair comparison between us and others faster than runaway commercialism. What am I able to buy to give and what am I getting under the tree? Anything you can give that goes under a tree does not belong in your treasure chest. Jesus came to scope out your treasure chest, to locate it, to work with you to open it, show what's inside it, and if necessary, remove what's inside it so he can put what was meant to go in there all by itself. That's Christmas. Do not treasure chest up into your treasure chest things that came from the earth. Because that's where moth and vermin will destroy or thieves can break in and steal. Anything that can be stolen or lost or depreciate does not belong in your treasure chest. But treasure chest up into your treasure chest, things that come from heaven. Things that no moth or vermin will destroy. No thief can take from you. For where your treasure chest is, there your heart will be also. Now, in the book of Matthew, really in the whole Bible for that matter, but we're talking specifically about the book of Matthew, the word thesaurus is not used first in Matthew 6. It's used one time before. It's used in Matthew chapter 2. It's the story of the guys we have nicknamed the wise men. Uh, Some translate it magi, whatever that means. But these guys that brought a bunch of loot in their treasure chests. So Matthew 2, we're following the birth. And by the way, this is not baby Jesus. This is probably toddler Jesus. So don't don't picture the, 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 the shepherds still there. They're long gone. Uh, Jesus is now uh, walking. He's talking a little bit. 
And now these Asians, let's hear it for the Asians, they come prophetically, prophetically as in it, it really happened, but they were representing all the other nations that would come to Jesus through the ages, which represents us. That they were, they were taking our place back 2,000 years ago, and they're bringing their treasure chests loaded with, with loot to give to Jesus. So, verse 10, Matthew 2. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy and going into the house. So Jesus has now made it from the barn into the house. Praise God. He's he's in the house. Uh, They saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. What what an incredible picture. What an incredible moment that these these smart guys who were loaded, uh, carrying their loot, in their treasure chests are now on their knees, uh, maybe with their foreheads on the ground in front of toddler Jesus. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. What a picture. Because they were representing us, not only as, as the nations, not only representing other ethnicities outside of uh, uh, full-blooded Jews, but of representing the real issue of why Jesus came was to have opened in front of him our treasure chest. Now, in their case, they brought treasures. They brought a a ton of loot. And and there's really um, no way to overestimate. Most people think in today's market it would be worth in the millions. This was not some little, um, you know, they didn't bring some egg rolls or, or fortune cookies. Uh, they, they brought, I mean, this is a treasure chest. That's what it says. This, this is not just a little uh, stocking gift. They brought some loot. Yes. Now, Jesus' parents would have kept that for him, and it's likely he used that to fund his ministry um, because we know when he went to Capernaum, he had his own home. It doesn't say he bought it, but it does say here he got a treasury full of loot, and it's likely that he had that to fund his, his ministry right at the beginning. It's a powerful picture. But that's not the issue. The issue is right here in front of Jesus, in a sense within the Christmas, the larger Christmas story, he's being presented with a treasure chest, and now 30 years later, he's talking to his disciples about their treasure chest and what they put in it and what belongs in it and what does not belong in it. And what he's saying is, you, you need to give me access to what's, what you, is in your treasure chest and to your treasure chest because you guys need to take out of your treasure chest what doesn't belong there so that I can put in to your treasure chest what does belong there. It's the only way to look at this. 
And let me say, this really has very little to do with, with merchandise. Because most of us, there are those, and we, we can mock at them and tease, and we have fun with, with uh, 14 karat gold shoelaces and all that. It's, it's fine to have a little fun with that. But most of us are not bowing at the God of money. No. I don't think so. It's way more subtle than that. We put other things. We, we put, uh, frankly, some of us can put unrealistic expectations. We can even put family, comfort. Well, there's a lot of things that can go in our treasure chest. And what Jesus is saying here is if you're gonna call me Lord, if you're gonna follow me, you need to give me access to your treasure chest and here's why. Any father deserves access to the kid's treasure chest. We're still talking about fathering. And we're talking about a loving father who sent his loving son into our unloving world to communicate love in ways that we can all understand because he meets us in our pain, in our, in our wounds, in our messes. He couldn't have come to a messier place. And when, when he, that's when he came. But when he left, he, he left a violent way. Seven wounds. Every wound is connected with a wound in you. Every wound in you is connected with a wound in him. Why? Because he wants your treasure chest. The real issue, if we were to just pause this morning and say, Jesus, what do you want for Christmas? The fact of the matter is, he is not after the things we do well as much as he wants our mess. He came for our sin. That's what he came for. He came to access the treasure chest inside us. And some of us have been through so much stuff that we don't even know that we're worth anything. But it doesn't matter what we've been through, where we slept last night. It, the, it doesn't matter our net worth. It doesn't matter um, our, our job, our our. our our, our successes or our failures, all those things, when it comes to God's love for us, none of those things will come in the way of God loving us freely and fully for who we are because none of us are capable of filling our own treasure chest. That is not what life is about. Life is about discovering every one of us and every person we will ever look at has inside of them a treasure chest. No matter what they look like on the outside, inside they've got a treasure chest and that treasure chest is worth a great deal to him.
And even as followers of Jesus, we who receive Christ and his forgiveness of sins and we receive the free gift of eternal life, we can still be putting stuff inside our treasure chest that has no business being there. That's what Jesus is talking about. Now, what follows this is, is, is a profound insight. In the English, treasure is used once in each verse in verses 19, 20, and 21, five times in the Greek. But the next paragraph, verses 22 and 23, use the word I three times, like eyeball, three times. And what we see is what we put into our treasure chest actually affects our eyesight. If we put the wrong stuff into the treasure chest, we will not see clearly. Our eye will be dark. That's what it says. But if we put the right stuff inside our treasure chest, our eye will be bright and we'll see clearly. And it, and it is the eye that gives light to the soul. Powerful. You can look in some people's eyes and immediately you know there's something wrong. You can tell, you can feel remorse. You can feel loneliness on people. You can feel self-hatred. I mean, I'm not the only one that can do this. You walk in with someone and you can tell immediately. Well, what is that? It's, it's what this verse is saying. The, the eye is the lamp of the soul. And if it's dark, how great is the darkness? How does that happen? By putting the wrong stuff in the treasure chest. That's what it's talking about. It's focus. What are we focused on? Well, we're focused on what's in the treasure chest. And then the last paragraph is really just, it's one verse. But, but here... The word master is actually used three times. No one can serve two masters. You, you'll either love the one and hate the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. And then it's a surprise conclusion no one can serve God and money is the way a lot of translations translate it. It's the, it's the word mammon, which it, it really means treasure or value. Some think it's the demon behind the love of money. That's a potential But, but, but let, me, let, me, let me say it in a slightly different way, but with emphasis. No one can serve two masters, one being God and the other being money. No one can make himself a slave to two masters. The word slave or serve is doulos, which means uh, servitude. You're going to either be a servant of God or money. Now, now this is, just follow this, because when, when we put 
materialism, or when we put anything into our treasure chest that can be taken away, that we can lose health, family, mother, father, stuff, all that. When we put that inside the treasure chest, we become not just the owner of that, we become the slave of that. That's what it's saying. So what we possess can possess us. So not only does what we put inside our treasure chest determine our eyesight, what we put inside our treasure chest determines whether we are slave or free. If we put eternal things in the treasure chest of our soul, we will see clearly, and we will have a loving master. But anything else, we will become a slave to the thing that's in our treasure chest. Powerful, powerful, powerful. So many movies are built around hidden treasure. Count of Monte Cristo, Pirates of the Caribbean, Italian job, I mean, you can, you can go on and on. I haven't been watching those, I've been watching Hallmark movies. <laughs> I don't like Hallmark movies. <laughs> But my wife loves Hallmark movies, and I really love my wife. And thereby, I love sitting next to her watching Hallmark movies. And finally, I gain from them a sermon illustration. They all have the exact same plot. Two people that fall in love, but they don't know they're in love. In fact, one of them, half the time, is engaged to someone else. You know from the, the opening scene they didn't belong together. I mean, everybody knew it but them. And then everybody knows these two are meant for each other except them. You know what I'm saying. I mean, every Hallmark movie is the same. Oh, don't get me going. There's at least 25 other things I can tell you about every Hallmark movie. I've evaluated this. I mean, I've had a lot of time. I don't think there's been a day when I've been in Lilburn that I have not watched a Hallmark movie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> and there are not many days coming in the next 10 days, I assure you of that. Hallelujah. 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 But, but, but here's the deal. What, what is a Hallmark movie about? It's, it's what's going in the treasure chest. It's the fact that everyone has one. And, and everyone sees it but them. And then suddenly the light comes on, and in the last two minutes they kiss, and the, the credits scroll, and, and you delete the thing. I mean, that's, 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 that's the way it is. Hallelujah, you, you've survived another Hallmark movie. Hallelujah. But I've got to say, somewhere in watching, somewhere... Uh, I, more often than not, I get a tear. It's like the craziest thing. It's a Hallmark movie and I'm crying. 
Sherry sits here, and I, I'm a little closer to the TV, and so I'm glad she doesn't see me. I'd be, I'd be terribly embarrassed if, if she saw me wiping a, a tear. But the real deal is, and it strikes a chord in everybody, it's discovering what's in the treasure chest, and it, you know, then it happens in the last couple of minutes, and, and there it is. But we all have one, and, and Hallmark movies prove it. So, my friend, you have a treasure chest. Your children have a treasure chest, every one of them. Whether they're following the Lord today or not, they have a treasure chest, and they're worth anything. The people who live all around here, every one of them has a treasure chest, and they're worth anything. No, church family. Christmas is about a treasure chest. And Jesus doesn't want you to just open up to him your best. He wants you to open up the treasure chest and whatever you've put in it and give him access to sift through it and remove the things that are blurring your vision and, and dominating your life and making you a slave. He wants to deliver you from those things. I promise you. Amen. And Christmas is because he has a treasure. He is a treasure that deserves, that is worthy of your treasure chest. Hallelujah. Would you stand with me, please? I want to pray, and, and for some of you, this is a new thought. This is a new thought, and, and I want to just give us a moment right now to say, Lord, I give you access to my treasure chest. And the, and the amazing thing is, the treasure chest is in your, in your chest. You've got a chest in your chest. But what's inside it? Let the Lord sift through it. Let him remove what's unworthy. Let him put in there his presence. And if you this morning have never received the greatest treasure of all, the presence of Christ, the gift of eternal life, the, 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 belong, the adoption into the family of God the Father, through his son, Jesus Christ, I want to just give you this opportunity. Just pray with me right now. Father God, I open up my heart. I open up my treasure chest. Have at it. Take out of the treasure chest, not necessarily out of my life, but get them out of my ch the treasure chest, things that don't belong, and I receive right now the presence of Jesus Christ. Live in my, my treasure chest. Put your presence, put your glory inside my treasure chest. I receive from you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah.